Savages, and welcome back to the Business Savage Podcast. We are here to spark that hunger inside business owners and reignite their flame to take their business to the next level. I am your host, Cassandra Britton. I started my first of three businesses at 19 years old and scaled to seven figures. And I'm here to share with you inside the mindset of a serial entrepreneur and what it takes to become a savage business owner. If you're not already, please go follow me on Instagram. It's at the.cb.mindset and send me a message because I would love to connect with you. So before we kick off today's episode, I am sharing some exciting news with all of you here uh, for the first time that I am officially opening up my one-to-one premium coaching uh, business mastermind program again. So for for many of you that have been asking and inquiring, I know that there's a wait list. We have emailed y'all already. Um, and I am officially opening the doors to one more client. Um, you know, obviously with being as busy as I am running three businesses and all of the things that we do, I can only take a certain number of clients in the one-to-one program. So uh, as of January, I will be opening it up for one more client. And again, this is my premium one-to-one uh, coaching program, the Business Mastermind program. So if you are a business owner and you're interested in hiring a business coach to work with you on a one-to-one basis, a very intimate, very specific program designed entirely around your business needs, um, then there is an application process and um, the details are available on the website. So that's www.thecbmindset.com. The link is also in my bio on Instagram. It's at the cb.mindset. If you're interested, go fill out the application process. And if you're a good fit for the program, then I will be in contact with you. All right, let's dive into today's episode. I am so glad that you have hit play on today's episode and you're interested in learning more about how to build a strong brand. One of the core fundamental components to building a successful business that unfortunately so many business owners miss. I have a lot of conversations with business owners and when it comes to branding, they confuse branding with marketing often and they don't really understand the impact or potential power that it will have for your business when you have a strong brand. So For those of you that are in my Business Savage Academy or the Business Savage community, you will know how much I geek out on branding. It's something that I am so passionate about and very knowledgeable about. Um, So I'm very glad that you're here today. You have pressed play on this episode. So let's do this. Let's kick things off. Today, I'm going to be giving you a sneak peek inside of our in-depth week of Business Savage Academy where we talk about branding. During Branding Week in BSA, we take our clients through a very in-depth version of this. Um, You know, there's workbooks, all kinds of videos from me, steps to implement, but the Coles Notes version of this I'm going to share with you for free today. So if you're driving, you might want to hit save or plan on coming back to this episode later because you're going to want to take some detailed notes. Definitely can still tune in while you're driving and and just give it some insights and listening, um, seeing how uh, it it can spark ideas for you for the future. But if you are able to, I would sit down, grab a pen and paper and um, start making some notes on how you're going to implement this into your business. So let's do this, guys. Let's kick things off. Okay, so I'm going to give you today three steps to creating a strong brand identity and again, why it's so important to build a strong brand. So I'm going to break it up into these three components and we'll walk you through each one of those. Um, So the first one is to identify. So step number one is you need to identify your brand. Don't worry, I'm going to dive into what all of these mean. So step one is to identify. Step two is going to be to create it. And step three is the implementation process. So what exactly does that all mean? So Let's start off with step number one, which is identify. So before we can even start to 
build out your brand, we have to identify what you want your brand to represent. Uh, a, a common thing that many business owners miss when they start building up their business is they don't even sit down to identify the goals of the business, the vision of the business, the core values of the business, why the heck you're in business in the first place. Oftentimes we will have a really great idea and we kind of just start walking through the process of bringing that to life without really giving some in-depth thought to the brand that we're building, what we represent, where we want things to go, what we stand for, you know, how we're going to know if we're aligned with our business goals or not. And when we do this step, when we identify all of the steps to creating a strong brand, it helps us really give kind of like that North star. So like that guiding light to making future decisions in your business. So down the line, when you get into a position where you might want to uh, start working with affiliate partnerships or sponsorships or doing collaborations, you need to know and make sure that their goals and that the core values of that business align with yours, which, you know, going to be a match made in heaven if you guys have the same uh, core values and a lot of the things are aligning in the business. But if somebody reaches out to you and asks you those types of things, you need to know them. And again, it's a very common step that business owners miss. Uh, you know, if you're not in the business space or you haven't studied business and marketing, then you might not know this. So don't worry, I'm here to share it all with you. So step number one, we are identifying what it is that our business represents. What do you want your brand to represent? So the first kind of steps to that are starting with things like your vision, your values, your mission statement. What are the goals for the business? What are the long-term goals? What are the kind of midterm or short-range goals? And what are your you know weekly goals? What are your daily goals? What are those things that you're working towards in your business? What does your brand represent? You know, if you could kind of sum it up into a couple of words or maybe even just a couple of sentences, what is it that your brand is representing? What is it that you stand for? So, you know, for an example, maybe a makeup company that is a cruelty-free makeup company. Obviously, the things that they stand for would be cruelty-free products, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they would want to make sure that all of the decisions that they make and all of the places that they source their products and materials from are going to align with the fact that they stand for cruelty-free products. So just kind of giving you a, a highlight reel of what that would look like, but what is it that your brand stands for? Whether it's a personal brand or or you're selling a product, you're in a service-based industry, product-based industry, it doesn't matter. If, if it's actually even uh, almost a little bit easier when you are uh, representing yourself, if it's if it's your own brand, um, then we can kind of get into your whole brand story and what message do you speak and all that sort of stuff, which there's so much power behind your story and how your story becomes your message. So you need to answer to yourself some of these questions. What is it that you want your customer to feel? So when your customer finds your website or they use your product or they have an experience with your service, whether it be you or somebody on your team or they walk into your studio or they use your real estate services, whatever it might be, what do you want them to feel? What are maybe three to five emotions that it's very important for, for your client to experience during their experience with you? Because that's going to dictate a lot of things. You know, if it comes down to even a beauty salon, the experience that you want the client to have is going to be dictated by how you want them to feel, right? The decor that you buy, the music that you're playing, the atmosphere, the staff that you hire, all of these things are going to relate back to how you want them to feel. But you have to identify that first, right? Before we can just dive into the decor of the business, we have to know what it is that you want that client to feel. So 
the next step of that, and, and maybe even some questions for you to ask yourself are, you know, are there certain sounds that you can play that they're going it's going to help attribute to that kind of feel? Or maybe if it's a bakery or maybe it's a restaurant, maybe there's certain smells you want to make sure that they're smelling, or maybe it's a spa and you want them to smell essential oils when they walk in the business or a yoga studio. And there's that certain kind of calming element that they're smelling. Maybe it doesn't have a smell. Maybe it's a word. For some people, especially when you're building a personal brand, you almost want to own a word. When people hear this one word, they think of you and they think of your business. You know, not always, that's not always the case, but for example, with myself and with Business Savage Academy, I represent the word savage a lot, or at least I try to in my branding to the point where actually even my meal prep service delivery um delivery guy when he drops off my orders it literally says savage on the side of my bag so I guess I'm doing an okay job Um, but my point here is when you have that kind of in mind in terms of what is that smell what is that sound what does that look like what is that word that I'm going to represent it makes all of the decisions around your branding and your business and your marketing a lot easier and very very crystal clear because we can always ask ourselves so for me is this savage is what I'm doing right now savage? It could be a good savage. It could be a bad savage. Savage means something different to everybody, but is it savage? Does it align with that word? And if the answer is no, then I'm probably not going to make that decision or move forward in that direction because it doesn't align with my brand identity, the, the whole identity that I'm trying to create around that word, right? So for example, maybe it's not a phrase, maybe it's a slogan, Sorry, maybe it's not a word. Maybe it's a phrase or a slogan. So for example, you think of things like Nike. And I'm sure there's probably nobody listening to this podcast right now that didn't just say, just do it, right? The, The very famous phrase of Nike is just do it. Well, they're a $30 billion brand. Obviously, many components have gone into building that strong of a brand. But when you hear just do it, you automatically think of Nike. They have done an impeccable job at creating a brand around that phrase, right? So my question for you is, what is your phrase? What is your word? What is your slogan? What do you want people to think of and feel when they hear of your brand or they have an experience with you? And the second part of that is, what does your audience even want from you? So you might think to yourself, well, these are all the things I want my client to feel, but you also have to ask what does the client even want? What type of experience do they want? Okay, maybe I want uh, essential oils going because I like essential oils, but does my client like essential oils? My ideal client, the ones that I'm trying to create those loyal raving fans out of, the ones that I want repeat customers out of, the ones that I want to buy every offer that I put out there, would they like essential oils? If the answer is no, then you probably shouldn't have essential oils burning, right? So I'm just giving you kind of all different types of examples here to starting to come up with the identity of your brand. What is it going to represent? You know, what is that word? What is the smell? What are the sounds? What are your goals, your values, your vision, your vision statement, your mission statement, your values are all of the things that are so important that you hold close to your brand. So for example, it might be making sure that you deliver the most premium level of education in everything that you do. Or I gave the example of the cruelty-free with makeup products. So whatever that is that you have decided that your brand is going to represent, once you've really understood that, decided what story it is that you're going to tell, what your brand promise is, you know, identifying your niche, who it is that you serve, how you can serve them on that highest level. And again, I know I'm giving you the Coles Notes version here, but this is like the highlight quick 
real of how you identify your brand. So step number one is identifying everything that goes into creating your strong brand. Step number two is creating your brand. So once we have gone through all of the preliminary thought process, we have to create this brand and we have to bring it to life. So this is where you are then going to start to consider many different aspects, but things like your brand design. So something that I really want you to understand Many people who aren't in the branding space, when they think of a brand, they think that it's your logo, your colors, your fonts. And it is a component of branding. It's called your brand design. However, branding itself is so much more than just your logos, your colors, and your fonts. That is called brand design. So yes, you need a logo. Yes, you need to determine consistent color palette. Yes, you need to have consistent fonts that you are always using on absolutely anything that you put out there. You never use other fonts. You never have to think, oh, is this font pretty? Does this look good in this design? It doesn't matter because you already know what fonts you're going to use because that was dictated when you created your brand kit, which is something that gets done early on in a brand strategy session. Some of the other things to consider when you're creating is what is your brand promise? Your brand promise is going to assure that everything you do in the future is speaking to your core values and it is on brand. So you'll hear us say that a lot is, is that on brand for you? Is this aligning with a decision that you should be making to constantly be hammering home that word or that phrase? Um, And then the second part of that is that your marketing is completely built around your brand. Okay, so when you start to do the look and feel of everything, um, you know, the actual telling of your story. So we've determined what your story is, but now we're going to actually tell it when you're creating your marketing campaigns, when you are building your content pillars, when you're developing your social media strategy, when you're doing collaborations, when maybe you're exploring affiliate marketing partnerships or sponsorship opportunities or um, developing sales strategies that align with your brand or you're building out materials or you're even ordering a business card or maybe you have a product line and it's all the packaging that you're going to use. Maybe it's the video content that you're going to put out there. Um, maybe it's picking the sounds and picking the, the smells and all that sort of stuff that we talked about. You have to refer back to your identity stage all of those things that you wanted the brand to represent. And now we can make sure that everything that we're doing from a marketing perspective is aligning with that brand identity. So it's basically taking it from the kind of thought process and putting it into the actual doing and the actual creation of this brand. So more kind of the marketing side of things. Your brand promise is really how you're going to deliver that. So, you know, what is it that you promise that you're going to be able to give your clients and then how you're going to deliver it, which is more your marketing is going to create your brand identity. So this does bring in a lot of the design elements of things. This is really the fun part and probably why I geek out on branding so much is because it's such a creative process and you can absolutely use inspiration from other brands and other people in a similar space doing similar things to what it is that you're wanting to do. Um, but I do strongly, strongly encourage you to give some deep reflection on yourself and what it is that you want this brand to represent. And this is your opportunity to really stand out. Okay, we call it the unique selling point in business is there can be a million other people that have similar businesses to yours. If you create a strong brand, then you're going to stand out. You're going to be able to stand out in a sea that is you know, very much populated with other fish swimming around, feeding on the same fish. It's that same feeding frenzy, but you're going to be able to stand out. 
And you're going to be able to be in a whole different ocean and a whole different territory than people that are in a similar industry as you because you have such a strong brand and you stay true to that brand. So this is definitely my favorite part of the whole entire process is the creativity. I have a very creative mind. Uh, and if this is something that you're struggling with, and if you're already overwhelmed with this episode, I would strongly encourage you to uh, hire yourself a brand strategist or a business coach or somebody who this is their wheelhouse of expertise. Obviously, this is something that I do and we talk a lot about in Business Savage Academy, uh, but it's it's definitely something that will make or break your business. So the second step there is create. Okay, and step number three is going to be your implementation. So this is, you know, a little bit self-explanatory, but oh my goodness, can I ever tell you how many people miss this step? So you create a very strong identity. You determine your vision and your values. You know where you're going with everything. Then you have the fun part. You create it. You bring it to life. You do all of your content. You've got your content pillars. You've got your social media strategy. You've determined all your marketing channels. You're starting to do affiliations and everything's looking beautiful. But if you are not consistent, and when I say consistent, I mean consistent as heck with your implementation of your brain strategy, it's all for nothing. If there were ever to be something that came out from Nike and it didn't align with their branding, people would instantly go, what the heck? That doesn't sound like something Nike would do, or that doesn't make sense to their brand, right? Their clients are so unbelievably loyal to them because they can they know what to expect from them. They know the, the premium level. They know when they buy something from them, or if they sponsor an event, they go to that event, they know what type of experience they're going to have because Nike is such a strong brand. So you have to be like just ridiculously consistent with hammering home that branding message. So every move that you make, you need to ask yourself, does this align with my brand identity, my vision, my core values, my mission, and what I represent, what this business represents? If the answer is no, move on. Not a good decision for your business. If the answer is yes, all right, let's lean in. Let's explore what that opportunity could look like. Following your content and social media strategy, it has to be consistent. Sometimes people will put content out there, a post here, a post there, kind of aligning with their strategy, not really aligning with their strategy and kind of like dipping their toes in the water, as I like to say. Um, But if you're not consistent with it, and I mean every day, even if you've got two likes and no comments and you just want to give up because you can't seem to see any growth from things, it's going to eventually pick up. You're going to eventually see that ripple effect when you are consistent with your message. So creating content calendars, having a proper social media strategy, all things that you're going to need to implement into your business. Again, if you don't know much about that, it's something we talk about in Business Savage Academy, or you could hire yourself a social media agency or someone who can really take over the social media portion of your business, but it is integral to building a strong brand. And then the next part of this is you can really use the implementation process when you're setting up your business goals. So, you know, what are those big picture goals for the business? It's when you think about those things, you think, does this align with my brand identity? Is this something that I could see this brand doing in the future? Or is this kind of veering off into a different direction, right? Which also helps you with your day-to-day tasks. Because if we know the direction we're going in, we can work backwards from that to help us create our day-to-day action items. If you are not consistent with your brand, consistent with your fonts, consistent with your colors, consistent with your message, making sure that if you do a reel, it speaks to the same message that you're trying to instill. If it doesn't speak to that message, then you don't do that reel. 
um, everything that you do, if it's hiring somebody in your business, do they match up with my brand identity and what I want this brand to represent? They do? Great. Maybe let's lean into hiring this person. They don't. They don't align with that. It's an automatic no. It's an automatic that person won't be a good fit for the culture of this business. Implementation part, the most important part of that is just being consistent, right? So this one's a little bit more tedious. It's the one that you don't see right away, but it has the biggest ripple effect when you're incredibly consistent with your day-to-day actions, always asking yourself back to step number one, does this align with the brand identity that I am creating for my brand? And I want you to, I'm leaving you here with thinking about a brand like Apple. Apple could come out with pretty much any single product And somebody who is a loyal consumer and a loyal follower of Apple is going to automatically trust that new product. They're going to trust that whatever it is that they've come out with has got to be amazing quality and, uh, you know, of, of amazing value because they trust that brand. They trust that everything that they've put out has been amazing. You know, they haven't failed me yet. So you're going to continue to be incredibly loyal to that brand. But if Apple were to all of a sudden veer off into a different direction and decide to cheap out on something and come out with a product that wasn't impeccable quality, um, you know, their audience is going to start to lose trust in them. So, you know, one of their uh, core values is, is obviously making sure that their their products are of premium, high-end quality. And if they were to ever to go against that decision, it would be going against their brand identity and that would have you know, a very negative impact on the business. So just kind of giving you some perspective to how important it is for you to have a strong brand. If you create a strong brand for your business, whether it be service-based, whether it be product-based, you are going to be able to build the most insanely loyal clientele because they will trust you so much. You are so well-known in the space that they're looking for. They're going to trust you. And if a client trusts you, and if you can get them to feel those emotions that you want them to feel when experiencing your brand, they will buy from you. And they will continue to buy from you with future services, future offerings, future products, because they trust you. So building a strong brand not only makes you stand out in a very crowded sea of competition, but it also ultimately sets your business up for more success because your clients are going to want to buy from you. They're not going to be wishy-washy about should I, should I not. It's going to be a full fuck yes for them because they know how strongly you align with what it is that they're looking for and they trust you. All right, savages. So that is all that I've got for you today. Obviously, again, that is kind of the highlight reel, the Coles Notes version that I can give you for free inside the world of branding and why it is so important to build a strong brand. Step number one is to identify the core values of the business is a huge one. What phrase do you represent? What uh, sounds, what slogan, what words, what space do you want to be known in? Who is your niche? Identifying the purpose of your business. Step two is create. So bring in it all to life, all of your marketing strategies, what everything's going to look like, the, the actual visuals of the business, as well as creating everything and really allowing your creative brain to come into flow and bring everything to life. And then step number three is going to be the implementation part of that. So being very consistent with creating something that aligns with the identity of the brand that you created in step number one. And then even if you don't see results, being incredibly, incredibly consistent with it. 
So if you need help creating your brand strategy, you can book a brand strategy call with myself uh, or with someone from my team. You can do that through the website. It's www.thecbmindset.com. The link is also in the show notes here for you. And if you are inquiring about our premium one-to-one coaching programs, our business mastermind program, um, as mentioned, I'm going to be opening a spot for the beginning of January. So you can head over to the website and fill out the application form for that and see if you are are a good fit for um, for the premium one-to-one coaching program. And then as well, our final option for you is joining the Business Savage Academy, our Business Savage community, where there are multiple entrepreneurs from all over the world that are growing their business together inside of the community. And there are some very, very in-depth, detailed lessons for you on branding and workbooks and action items and all of that good stuff inside of the community. Well, savages, that's all that I've got for you today. This wraps up today's episode. If you're still here, thanks for sticking through to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review. It is how we are able to grow. Also, please share this on your social channels at the.cb.mindset and tag me. I love seeing your posts and enjoying how you guys have been listening to the podcast and how it's been uh, effective to implement into your business. I appreciate you. Go slay your day. And remember, a savage doesn't let anyone or anything stand in their way. They can get knocked down, but they will always get back up. Keep on fighting. Peace, guys. Oh, 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 o